Drop it. F U T. F U T. F F F U T. Hello, footies. Welcome along to your tri-weekly dose of FIFA Ultimate Team podcasting goodness. We are Foot in Review, powered by footcoaching.com. My name is Dan Wimbush, and over the next 45 minutes or so, we're going to round up all of the latest content in the world of foot. We're going to delve into a, a very weak team of the week, some fascinating SBCs that have come out, and the return of icon SBCs as well, plus the ultimate in icon roulette that we have had so far this year so lots to get into before i introduce my co-host for the evening just a big thank you to everyone who has supported us over at patreon.com forward slash foot in review that's those who go the extra mile to help support us financially in particular to reese and amma who are our skybox holders that is the top tier of support of course patrons get a whole host of goodies not least entry to the foot community cup is our exclusive competition we're running for all of our patrons this in the coming month and you know months ahead but starting in april it is already filling up fast lots of people can't wait to get involved we've got playstation and xbox competitions and if you're a member of our patreon at whatever tier you get entry to that competition for zero absolutely nothing and of course you get a host of other benefits include discount of coaching and of course you get entry to one of our foot coaching masterclasses for free and a 50% discount on the rest. So go check that out, patreon.com forward slash foot in review. As you can see, if you're watching us over at twitch.tv forward slash foot coaching, I am joined by none other than the teddy bear. He is Grandpapa Mac. It is Chris. Chris, good evening to you once again, mate. Hi, mate. How are you doing? Good. I'm good, thank you. I was just saying... uh, I'll be saying off air, I've been a little bit under the weather. My youngest has recently started going to nursery and is therefore bringing back just about every cold bug uh, <laughs> imaginable. So I'm just fighting fires. I'm uh, keeping strep seals and paracetamol in business, I think, at the moment. No, so good, mate. But you're sounding great. I'll give you that. Uh, thank you. Hopefully, my voice can hold out over the next 45 minutes or so. Just like to quickly apologise as well for those people uh, who are hoping for a podcast on Monday. Unfortunately, while I'm feeling a bit under the weather, our illustrious super head coach of footcoach.com, the founder of Foot in Review, John, been a bit under the weather um, and unfortunately couldn't make Monday show. I uh, was on shift and couldn't do the show either. So unfortunately, we had to cancel that one. Uh, but we did give everybody that bumper show on Friday, Chris. So, you know, hopefully that's all people through. Yeah, I'm sure it will. And I uh, hope John's feeling a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. Well wishes go to John. I'll be back hosting the show on Friday as well. But hopefully John will be back from Monday as well. Just a quick note as well to say that uh, this week's Masterclass has been postponed, but it will be going off in the future. So stay tuned for more information on that one. So, Chris... Let's get into it. Uh, we made the uh, joke that is about as worn out as my voice, which is the team of the week. But unfortunately, once again, it, it's hard to avoid it because this is just a diabolical team once again. Yeah, it's almost as weak as a slap at the Oscars, isn't it? Um, <laughs> oh, look at us being topical. Uh, I know what we like. We'll no last. Don't worry about it. It's... Uh, <laughs> it's hard to you know to remain positive when you see that you know i'm looking at the price there and uh, for the buy the whole team not just one player you're looking at about six hundred and fifty thousand. um i'm sure there's some decent players in there 
but uh, I just uh, struggling to find any. I think if you're less, you have the Diaz uh, headliners card. I think people who own him will be absolutely delighted because uh, he's got, he's got an upgrade to the Liverpool uh, left midfielder. Um, apart from that, is there any players you can pick out that's going to make any team or make any difference to your club? No. In a word, uh, Tishmeni is someone you could probably run, I think, as a secondary CDM. Mm. But, I mean, there are just so many better options out there. And look, we've long said that there are plenty of problems with this system. And we've had a question in from Talking Foot John, who said, with another team with a week, what would you like to see next year as a replacement upgrade slash change? And I think, you know, we've had this discussion numerous times, Chris, that it does need to change. But for this season anyway, yeah, hamstrung. They've established a system of upgrades and they're also limiting it based, you know, in most part down to performance. Now, there are lots of games where we can sit there and say, oh, well, you know, you could have made an argument to give a more meta player that team of the week card. But ultimately, you know, that hasn't been the decision they've made. Looking at John's question there, I mean, that what what would you do? I think you have to make it uh, a showdown. That's personally what I think. I think the, the problem is, well, when Team of Week first came about, I don't think there was a lot of content, was there? You know, at the moment we're having content, well, we used to have content overload at the moment, it's non-tent, but, um, you know, you've got content overload generally. You know, the players that are coming out with the promos are far better than these Team of Week players. So I think what I'd rather see is um, a showdown. You know, give the chance for games coming forward, pick some players, don't base on performance, and give people an opportunity to, 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 to get these players and then take an interest in the game. We all love live cards. Um, you know, even the, the foot fantasy that just kind of fell foul at the moment with the way they've structured it. We'll all be excited when those cards start to get upgraded. So that's what I'd like to see. Interactive cards, live cards, showdowns. And, uh, you know, if they want to make it so that we all get, you know, for a weekend league rewards, we'll get the 76 rated uh, Canadian guy Buchanan. That's fine. Make those guys in there. We'll still get the weak cards as well. Yeah. So would you say, so every card in Team of the Week would be a showdown card? Yeah, I think you could do that. I mean, I, I don't think there needs to be that many. If you look at them, you know, let's be honest, other than putting them in the SBCs, these players at the bottom are irrelevant. You know, Robinson that plays for Fulham, 79, you know, even Tierney, 83 centre-back, who plays for Arsenal. You know, that, that's not really a relevant card at this stage of the game. So I would potentially have 11 cards, sorry, you can have 11, but 12 even, you know, and have it from all different leagues and maybe then reduce the weekend league rewards as well potentially for the Team of the Week players? One um, suggestion I saw, and again, apologies to whoever made it, I can't remember if it was on Reddit or in one of the discords, suggested that perhaps that when the Team of the Week is first released in that very first week, they get massive boosts. So mm. everybody gets like a plus five. So, and that way, for at least a week, everyone would be using slightly different players. And after that week, they revert to maybe being either just a standard plus one or a plus two. So for example, for this week's card, you know, Gareth Bale would come out as an 88 or an 89 rated card. And then a week later would go back to being his normal upgrade, which would be 84. And then, you know, if red picks were made, if they changed the, the schedule of rewards or something, so that you got those red picks on the first day available, you know, you would see different teams every week. People would mix and match. They might use certain, you know, and, and suddenly uh, a Rashika from Norwich actually becomes really appealing for that one week. 
and then goes back to being normal. So you still don't distort the market long term, but short term, you still make it a little bit more interesting and a bit more fun. That sounds just just as you know. That is a, a fairly live card as well. Yeah, only for the week gives people a chance to use them. I mean, let's be honest. We'd all like to use different players. We enjoy using different players when we're playing with our teams, not use the same players all the time. So I, I, yeah, I'm up for that as well. It definitely needs to be something, though. I think you know, looking at it, I don't think people really. I mean, do you have any of these team of the week players in your club or your red picks? Do any of them make it? Very, very rarely. I, I was fortunate enough to get uh, Sadio Mane's first in form in the, the first few weeks of the season, and, and he stayed in my team for a, a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, very, very few. Um, they have been making me good money on uh, investments <laughs> this year, so I've been very thankful for Team of the Week. But generally, no. Unless you've been lucky enough to pull one of the big boys at some stage, they just they just fall by the wayside. And again, EA either needs to radically look at this and make these cards usable or you know chris is there just an argument just to say that you no know, this t- that team of the week is just a bonus anyway and that actually you know there are so many promos now and so many other cards you know flashbacks and everything else being released that should we even be really that concerned about team of the week i think none of us would be concerned unless if they weren't part of weekend league rewards I think that's the issue, you know, from, from that there. So that your red picks are based on this. So at the start of the game, you get Manny, I'm sure, made a massive difference to your club. And it was a, a great pull for you. You know, and I, I think I got the, the Jesus card and it was great as well, you know, getting that card at the start. But now when you look at it, you've got Odegaard there at 84. Well, you know, he's got an 83 card as a plus one at this stage of game. I don't think is. I mean, I think at this stage of game, there should be a minimum 89 on all these cards, but then how do you do rewards? You know, everybody's got juiced cards again, so it just distorts the market. There definitely needs to be something, I think, you know, and, and the fact that people are making the joke team of the week um, about it shows you that, that it's actually ran its course. Yeah, and it's difficult because up till Christmas, there are weeks where a lot of players, you know, there's three or four players that probably get into a lot of teams. But it's this period, isn't it? It's the post-team of the year through to team of the season when, uh, if you're new to FIFA, once team of the season starts happening, there's no team of the week. It's just team of the season. and You get team of the season cards in your weekend league rewards. So mm. suddenly those red picks become great or you know, at least very good fodder, um, depending on who you pull. So it's just this weird period between sort of January to April where the system kind of falls flat. But then, you know, should EA have a more dynamic system or is it right that we all kind of know what's coming? It's a it's a bit of a double-edged sword and it's not an easy problem to solve and you can sort of see the pros and cons for shifting both of them. Yeah, I think as well as for us as players and, and fans of the game, it's easy for us to, you know, kind of say, look, do this and do that. But actually, you know, every reaction has an opposite you know, reaction like two, you know, it's like dropping a pedal in a, in, a, in a pond, the ripple effect. So if they change it, could they have changed the game completely, you know, for other elements that we enjoy? That's the other issue that probably EA are thinking about as well. So if they do, you know, showdowns, does that change something else elsewhere? Um, so I think, you know, we know what it is. As you say, potentially, it's just the fact that this stage of the, the game at the moment, it's kind of at that lull, you know, we're waiting for the excitement. It's, uh, you know, we're waiting for the start of Christmas, really, aren't we? Uh, for us as, as, as FIFA players, you know, it's like the second act to any movie, you know, 
uh, the heroes of Tukabite are beaten and they're just re, you know, reassembling before they go in the big battle. That's where we're at at the moment. <laughs> Absolutely. This is uh, one of those side movies before we get to the big one. It's a direct, this team of the week is definitely direct to video. Yeah, definitely. Straight uh, to DVD. It's Peter, Pan, Peter Pan 3 or whatever Disney want to pump out. <laughs> uh, thank you to everyone who's joined us over at twitch.tv forward slash foot coaching. Uh, da Sweaty Banana. Um, well-known member of the FIFA community. Great guy. Great to have you with us. He sort of said, promo players in red need to become a thing or at least have some skill move. Weak foot upgrades sprinkled in and the team of the week has basically become tradable tokens. Um, hard to disagree with the second part of that and I like the idea of the first part either. Um, promo players being in red picks. The only thing I suppose you could question about that is that for lesser players who maybe struggle to make weekend league or people whose time commitments take them away from weekend league is having the best promo players available every week and a weekend league possibly putting too much pressure on, uh, on competing in foot champs. I think so. And I think, you know, it's, you know, 20 games this weekend, you know, if you can't play, this is the weekend not to play because there is very little there that you, you're going to miss. I know Ingvi always says if you've qualified best to do it because you get your points and you can always pick up the odd one or two packs. Um, I just, I think it's ran its course. It's like a lot of things. It's like the league SBCs have dumbed that down and I just feel that potentially, you know, Team of the Week is, is coming to the end of it. Uh, it would be nice to see something in the next uh, FIFA that replaces it. Yeah, well, we will eagerly watch this space. Again, nothing too much to write home about in terms of this particular team of the week. Um, good luck if you play in Weekend League and hopefully you get at least something high rated to uh, to mm-hmm. put into some sort of fodder. Um, let's move on to some of the other content then, Chris. A few of the players that we've had released since Friday's show. We've got Vita Oshiman, the uh, Lats, not Lazio, Napoli striker. He's come out and... You know, again, not a terrible card. It's very cheap. And as I scroll through my content, um, pretty cheap. You know, coming in at 30K for an 87 rated card. It's not exactly a player that's going to get into your lineup. But again, if you're running a Serie A side, not a massive amount of strikers in that league right now. So it could be a, a, a decent sub option. Yeah, I mean, when he first came out, and I think the fact is at the moment, fodder's very high. I think um, that that price was at, at 10000 less when he first came out, so he was really good value. I think, you know, when you're doing uh, player picks at the moment and, uh, you know, you've got, there's not an awful lot to put your fodder in. It's like it's a decent one to do, 87 card. He's got a lot of nice things about him. He's got that four-star weak foot, which is a minimum, I think, you've got to have... Um, Composure is a bit low. I know Ingvi likes to, to highlight that. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a decent card. Uh, I would be surprised if it makes many teams in weekend league. I don't think we're going to see many of them come this weekend. Yeah, no, agreed. 99 sprint speed's nice. 90 acceleration, not quite so much. Um, the finishing shot power's nice. But, yeah, I, I am in the Ingvi camp on this one. The 82 composure, not what I want to see from my striker. But, you know, I've done it. It's a good place to put dupes. I think it's an 82 red team with an inform, isn't it? So, yeah, very easy to do if you get like just one sort of 84, 85 dupe and you're looking to turn it into an 87. Uh, very easy to do. So I would, uh, again, I would say go out, you know, get just get it done. And it's a piece of 87 red fodder, so you can't really complain too much. About that one, we've had plenty of uh, foot fantasy 
promo players as well, Chris, including uh, Daniel Marlin, the Dortmund striker, who's again been a bit of a, he's always someone you see crop up in a lot of gold starter teams in September, October. Um, he had a ones to watch card as well this year. He's been given a really nice boost this time around, but has the boost been enough to compensate for a lot of the criticisms which are around uh, skill move and weak foot? Uh, well, you first look at the card, you think, yeah, great card, 97 pace with 96 acceleration, 97 sprint speed, you know, composure again is a little bit low, you know, decent finishing, and etc. You know, a good club, so he's playing for a good team in Dortmund. I think they're doing quite well in, in the Bundesliga, so they should get at least one or two upgrades. Striker, so we're more likely to get a goal. And then you look at it, and three-star weak foot just just kills any any hype on that card. Um you know, and he's medium low, but five foot ten. But again, that three star weak foot at this stage of the game is just, you know, it's unserviceable. Yeah, and again, I have to point out that eighty three composure, just not good enough for this stage of the game. Maybe as a wide forward, um, this card could be useful. One hundred thirty five thousand coins to do could very easily become a ninety one, mm-hmm. and then you're looking at pretty much maxed out pace stats. You know, you'd be looking at, you know, the shooting all 90 plus, uh, except for maybe long shots and volleys. And, you know, the passing being boosted up to a pretty decent level as well. But again, even if that composure goes up to 86, 87, still a little bit on the low side. Um, and like you say, the skill move and weak foot just kind of, you know, put the dagger through this one in terms of being an elite card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know where they get, how they, they decide on what the weak foot is, because he's quite a decent striker, you know, as well. Um, but again, at this stage of the game, I think any card they bring out has to have a four-star weak foot minimum. Skill moves don't matter too much to me because I'm not very great at them. So for that point, I couldn't care if it's five-star, four-star or three-star, really. But uh, the weak foot's important for me. Yeah, you wonder if one of the things in this promo should have been, instead of being, you know, three plus one upgrades, two of them, the most achievable ones, could have been you know, plus plus one, you know, the appearance and the and the win. And maybe the third one based on goals and clean sheets could have been a skill skill move or a weak foot boost. Yeah, I think that would have been excellent. Um as I say, you know, I'm not sure any professional footballer at Dortmund's got a three star weak foot. Even Harland who's who always gets done dirty has got quite a decent, you know, right foot on him. So yeah. I think, as I say, I keep harping back to the three-star weak foot just kills any hype you've got for that. And that's a decent league as well. You know, you've got Team of the Year, Lewandowski in there, and Goretzka cards and all the rest in there. Neuer as well looks a decent card. And if you've done the Sula one, you'd be happy for something like that. But I think uh, come Tots, he's going to be well sitting. He's not even going to be on your bench. He's going to be sitting back in the changing rooms. Yeah, we saw it in what was the uh, the foot, fe- foot festival. Mm-hmm. Whatever that summer promo was, that wasn't it. If they got those five wins, they got the 5-5. Five, five. I remember you ended up with like the likes of Acuna being 5-5 mm-hmm. five, five players. And that was just a great way to keep live cards um, being even more exciting. So a bit of a missed opportunity. But again, not the worst card in the world if you've got a Bundesliga side. Couldn't, couldn't afford you for doing so. Um, we've also had, Chris, the return of our icon SBCs. And it had been a while... Um, since we've had a decent batch release, and they've moved over to the moments as well. We've got Ashley Cole. Let's start with him. Of course, fairly fairly legendary English right back, coming in at around 440,000 coins to do, 90 rated. When are you going to look to complete? 
probably not. And the reason being for that one is, um, again, is the two-star weak foot this time. And, you know, Ashley Cole was a really good player. I think he's, is he not the one of the few players that, outfield players that hasn't actually scored for his country? Am I right in saying that? He didn't score for England uh, in his whole time in his hundred and his, how many caps he's got. Um, I just think he's probably one of the weaker icon left backs um, looking at it. Um, passing decent crossing, just looking at the crossing 89, that's quite high to be fair to him. But I think the stats are still a little bit Meh, and the two-star weak foot, I think, is is going to put you off doing them, unfortunately. Yeah, I I think this is a very serviceable left-back. I think this is one of those cards that I think you can slowly grind towards over this month. Mm. Maybe not with the idea that he's going to be your end-game left-back, but that he will be a very serviceable left-back if you need to fit a centre-back or a left-winger in that may be from a different league. I think this is a card you can certainly get away with um, and won't massively let you down. And that's quite a decent sort of player to have in your club. I mean, would the five foot nine put you off with the, you know, with crossing coming back into the game? Would you look for a slightly bigger left back there? I know that most people would rock Roberto Carlos, but you're really doing that for the free kicks and the shooting. But is the five foot nine, the cold, would that be a worry to you? A slight worry. Look, it's it's definitely not ideal, but I think overall, you know, he's got he, he's got enough. I think, um, and I said, if you do have decent tall centre backs, I think you can get around the issue. Five nine's not super short, um, and he's got eighty two jumping, which you give a bit of a boost to. Again, I, I'm slowly grinding towards this card again, more as a utility option. Just to have, I always like having icon fullbacks in the club. I've just um, done Cafu, um, is my fullback from Icon Swaps. He's my 11 tokens on that. Just because, they, as I said, it gives you those options at centre back yeah. and uh, right wing, left wing, or if you're playing a 4 3 3 formation to sort of work somebody else in. And as I said, while I wouldn't be going out and spending 400,000 coins on this card, you know, if I could do it for, you know, so, for example, you're playing this weekend league and you end up with, you know, three 86-rated reds. You know, it's a good place to put things like that um, and come away with. So, I, I like options like this being put out by EA, but it's not exactly the uh, the most exciting thing I've seen. Would you consider using him potentially as a player you bring on to close the game down? I mean, he looks like he'd be no too bad in midfield. He's fairly mobile, you know. You know. Um, no, I think you can go out and get other players. You know, you go, John, you know, sings the praise of the likes of Terea. Mm-hmm. I think there are just so many, so many other cards you can bring on um, for much cheaper that that do, would do a better job. Yeah. Um, that yeah, I, I wouldn't say do this, you know, to have that in mind. But you know, could he do a job? Quite possibly. Um, but no, I, I said, I said, the, I think the main argument for this is if you're a, you know, if you're a big Chelsea fan or, you know, a fan of his and, you know, don't hate him for the way he left Arsenal. Or as I said, if you're looking for, a, you know, just a, you've got some dupes and you're looking to get an icon done to give you that utility. I think there are worse options at left back. I think this will be fine. I don't think this is going to excel. And I don't think you'll sit there saying, oh, God, I'm really glad I've got Ashley Cole in my side. But I think it will, you know, if it helps you get, say, a, you know, a player of the month Mbappe, you know, it gives you a soft link for somebody that you want to get into your team. Uh, maybe like if you've got, a, you know, you want to go out and get Jude Bellingham 
for example, but you don't really want to rock a Bundesliga side, I think the overall benefits that having, you know, being able to get a player like that into your team make having an icon left back like Cole worthwhile. So, yep, yeah, you know, he's available for a good few weeks. You can go out and do it and uh, he won't cost you won't cost you the moon either. And the other icon SBC that we've had out released is the doctor. It is Dr. Sock, Mr. Socrates, Brazil legend, Chris. But um, a bit of a Marmite figure when it comes to FIFA. Some people love this card, some people don't. Well, I call him Godrates, so it tells you exactly what club I'm in. I'm a paid-up <laughs> paid member of his fan club. Um, I just want to highlight one thing. He has 99 composure, so actually he smokes a cigar when he's strolling through on the goalkeeper and slots it nicely in the bottom corner. That's how cool uh, Socrates is. And being someone of my age, he was an absolute uh, icon of the game. He is a true icon of the game. That 82 Brazil side is still revered, even though they didn't win the World Cup. Um, yeah, one of the last true great Brazilian sides, even though some of them have won the World Cup since then, this was a true Brazilian side. So uh, yeah, I could wax lyrical for hours about him. Uh, the only thing that put me off at first was the price at 1.2 million, but I think he's out for about 90 days or something like that. So you've got plenty of time to grind towards him. And when you look at the stats that he's got, a five-star weak foot, four-star skills, but the rest of the stats he's got, I think he's he's absolutely brilliant. And if you don't mind rocking a slightly non-meta player, he's got high attacking as well. He 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 will be good fun to play with. Might not be meta, but I think it'd be really good fun to use in the game. Yeah, I've used Socrates um, in FIFA 20 and FIFA 21. I think fun is a good way to describe him. I think one of the big problems that this card suffers with, Chris, is that I'm not fully sure what his best position is. Mm-hmm. He's and, definitely, definitely a cam. I think he's he's yeah. going to score you goals. He maybe even be a second striker. Yeah, you behind like the player of the month, um, Mbappe. Because I'm just looking and playing with the engine, uh, the the styles an engine on him because his his balance is a little bit low at eighty. You can boost it up to ninety, and then you look at his passing with that. It all goes to ninety nine. Vision crossing, short passing, long passing at ninety seven. Curve at uh, ninety nine, and then you don't need to touch the shot power, the long shots either. And his pace you can put up to ninety ninety two uh, acceleration, ninety sprint speed. I think he's 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 a definite cam. Give him the ball, he score goals for you outside the box. I think. So here's the key question then. Would you rather spend 1.2 million on this or would you rather spin the wheel and do the 92 plus prime or moments upgrade that we've had released in the past few days? I'd, I'd definitely do this one. I would definitely do this one. I think I think we were going to talk about SBC that, you know, value for money just isn't there. The only reason I don't do this, I'm, I hate these icon roulettes. Did one and managed to get a dupe uh, Lothar Matthias. Well, that's that's not good. No. Uh, yeah, I know you're a fan of these ones. What do you think, Wimby, yourself? What do you think? I would love to do it, but, and unfortunately there is the but, I just can't risk it. I think because I got so lucky earlier in the year with R9 that I just feel like at this point, um, you know, I might as well quit. And I've done a few since, and they've been pretty woeful. Yeah. Um. So lightning has not struck twice this year and it's just such a lot of fodder. It really is. And when a massive card like Mbappe comes out, you realize why it's good to resist a card like uh, an upgrade like this. Mm -hmm. I've seen mixed results from the streamers um, and people in our discords that have done this. So it's not filled me with, I've seen a lot of gigs I've seen a lot of Puyols. 
um, a lot of prime bootras. Cards that are all good, but as we go into team of the season, uh, I don't know. I think unless you're holding on to a lot of coins or you've got a load of fodder and you just don't fancy doing Mbappe, um, then do this. But otherwise, I, I just stay away. I think just watch other people do it um, and just wait because, you know, give it another three, four weeks and this, and you'll get a guaranteed moment, SBC mm-hmm. out. Because the yeah. fact that primes are still lurking in this is the biggest turn off for me. And I think a lot of people have got icons in their club already, haven't they? And as I say, I had only one that I could have got would be Lord Matthias. And that's the one that I got. And that's what puts me off doing it because of the dupe element of it. And then that's, you know, it's really gutting as well when you get that player. Uh, yeah, I think the 1.2 million for Socrates is a lot. And he probably won't be anywhere near uh, that value given in a month's time. But he is a good fun card. And uh, certainly one that I would uh, advise people if they've got plenty dupes or fodder to do, it'd be a good a good one to do. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you will you will have fun. It's just mm-hmm. the the thing always the thing is with players like Socrates is and again for exactly the same reason I've just said about this prime moments is that will there be a better card released? It's 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 tricky. Mm-hmm. Um and I think the only other thing with Socrates is if you don't play a formation with a cam, I think think that this is the kind of card that you might be again forced to put him into a bit of a square you know round peg in a square hole sort of situation of you know trying to force him to be a second striker and maybe he's not the kind of player that you you tend to play within that role so Mm -hmm. it kind of almost forces you into playing that 43-1 or a 4-1-2-1-2 narrow or or something like that so um but again good player fun player and I've I've got no issue with anyone that tries to, that wants to do it. Um, thank you again to everyone watching us live on Twitch and tuning in via the Discord as well. Uh, a few comments on the Twitch from uh, Flint, who's a regular watcher. Thanks again for tuning in, Flint. Uh, he said, Marlon is okay as a right forward or a left forward, but not great. I would stay away. My cousin's done him. We've used him and he's okay, but not the best. And uh, he's also made a good point about the 92 plus upgrade that it actually rules out some of the good primes being 92 plus. Mm-hmm. So I can think off the top of my head, the likes of Vieira, I don't think you can get because I think he's uh, 90 rated. Um, mm-hmm. And there are a few other ones out there as well. So yeah, maybe uh, another reason to stay away from this. And of course, if you are a member of our Patreon, you get Discord access and people on the Discord can also listen live to the audio only version. So good way if you can't uh, get Twitch up. And uh, Six Stomper has made the point of anyone ever mention a team of the month versus team of the week? If that were the case, then maybe bigger upgrades were more or more warranted. So I could I could make a decent argument for that. I think if we just had a team of the month with really ju- where everybody who gets into team of the month gets a plus three, um, but then would it get a bit boring if you had the same rewards for three weeks in a row? So I think I think as well the fact that the team of the week is probably the big reason for doing weekend league. You know, for hitting nine wins, you get three players, and as a minimum, you're probably going to get thirty k, because uh, most of them you can quick sell for ten thousand. But you always probably get one at least that's fairly decent. Probably goes for more money. They'd have to revamp the, the reward structure. Maybe that's the time to do it. You know, the re- revamp the you know champs with playoffs, etc. So maybe next year is the time to do it. Player of the month. Yeah, it's a good shout, but I think they used to do rewards for months played anyway, didn't they? A few uh, versions ago. I think it just needs revamped. I think we're all just a little bit bored of it. Yeah. 
Very much agreed. Uh, and just wrapping up the content front, uh, we've got a new player to play for in the Silver Lounge, Chris. Eric Palmer-Brown, who's a USA international that plays for Troy in uh, in the French Ligue 1. He's uh, part of this foot fantasy promo. So he starts as a 71, but could be rated up to a 74. Looks a pretty decent card, actually. He can go up to being an 89 rated centre-back at the moment with a shadow on it. Yeah, I just think the pace was a little bit um, worrying when I first seen it. I thought that looks quite a weak silver star because I do love that lounge. Paid up member in there. You normally get me drinking there a couple of times out. You know, you'll get me in there most weeks. Um, but it just looked weak. But then when you say the fact that it is a fantasy one, that he hopefully will get a few upgrades as well. Yeah, I can actually see that uh, being a good card. But again, when would you see them ever bring him back? Silver, you know, all these silver players that we got at the start. Sterling's, you know, Sterling silver one that they did. It just seemed to have now fell back in the club and only come out when Silver Stars come out. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I think so. Uh, and I've been playing in the Silver Lounge. I, I had a bit of free time yesterday and, and knocked off the, the player. I didn't particularly want him. I just wanted to play. I'd got my wins in Rivals. And I just wanted a bit of a fun mode. And uh, I think the fear that a lot of people had around that Silver promo has come to pass because you just play the same team over and over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's quite sad. Um, and I can't. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to throw stones in glass houses. I'm using a lot of those silver players as well. The same ones mm-hmm. I'm using De Bruyne, Shirky, and all all the you know, and Henry Rico Henry at left back. So look, I'm I'm certainly not saying oh, I you know, boo. But it is a bit of a shame. I think that it's become so, um, so predictable of the teams you're facing. And it, it has kind of ruined the Silver Lounge a little bit. Uh, but I, I'll probably still pop in and try to get this one done. Yeah, definitely. I think so. I think it's the fact that you can also be upgraded makes it a little bit more fun as well. Yeah, the only other bit of content is um, we've had the campaign bags, uh, party bag re-released as well. Chris, tempted to uh, have another flutter? I did. I actually had a quick go at it uh, and picked up the 90 Illitich card, which I was oh, gutted. Well, I was gutted because I had one in my club and then didn't realise oh. that that one, was, that one was tradable though, so oh. he's on the transfer list. So actually there was a bit of one I watched there. Probably got my money back. I mean, it's sitting there at 67k. It's got 45 hours to go. Uh, this is on Wednesday and uh, I probably will do it. I've got one more thing to do. Yeah, I think I'll probably do it. About yourself, you had a wee go at it? Yeah, I had a go at it. Um... Yesterday when it came out and I got, uh, is it Gonzalez, the uh, Ajax foot fantasy player? Oh, nice. He's 87 rated. Um, so again, chance of chance of being 89, 90, and, and at the minimum, a, a nice piece of fun. It actually looks a, a pretty decent stay-back mm-hmm. CDM, but being Mexican from the Eredivisie is not conducive to getting into my Premier League-centric <laughs> team. Uh, so unfortunately, he, he's not going to see many games. And sadly, I'd already completed the Eredivisie icon swap. So... Doesn't have a home there either, but um, I think it's decent value. I think there are still some very good cards you can get. It's not as bad as the year in review, which I just think from a content and a practicality point of view is just done now. Don't I really hope they don't bring that back. Um, two team of the weeks is pricey, but uh, as someone that was holding on to a few team of the weeks, I loved it. Um, say as we've said many times on this show, you cannot go wrong investing in informs during this uh, game cycle unless EA radically change what they're doing. It's just a guaranteed profit. It's just a case of when, rather than if you'll make money on doing so. So that um, I said that does wrap up content 
for us this week. Let's move on to the mailbag again. It's another perk for our Patreon members via the Discord. They get to submit their questions in to the show. And first one comes to us from Foot Grandpa, who said, question for the pod. I've only recently turned messages back on in-game, and most of the messages I receive are toxic, rude, or ageist. Uh, the last one he says I find amusing. Do you have messages on, and do you think some of the stuff sent is acceptable? I've had some really good messages as well, but it's about 80% bad. So where do you sit, Chris? Are you uh, Have you got your inbox open? No, fine. It's well and truly closed because they probably say, why are you so bad with the team that you've got? That would be the message I'd get constantly sent. Um, so, yeah, I, can, I, I did have it on. And, uh, you know, I missed the old, the old uh, sending somebody GG or getting that back. But uh, it's got toxic. And I think the issue that causes it more than anything else is there is no consequence to MD who sends you a message. Mm. Um, I've had to report one or two people simply because the stuff I sent was absolutely sickening. And, and well, EA say they dealt with it, they didn't actually tell me what happened to the person. Yeah. So for me, I feel there, and I've had people say, well, that's great, I've reported you, and then they report, they send you back the smiley face saying, yeah, very good, what do you think is going to happen? I think the fact is there is no consequence. They certainly wouldn't say that to Foot Grandpa's uh, face, I'm sure, in the street, that's for 100%. Yeah, I've got messages on, um, and I will mostly, if I've, if I've played someone that's been really good, or I've had a good game with somebody, I'll GG them, because mm-hmm. I think maybe it's an old school gamer thing. I think when you originally used to play, you know, things like Command and Conquer and stuff, you'd always, you know, or, you know, StarCraft was always a GLHF, good luck, have fun. Mm-hmm. And everyone would GG at the end of the game. Um, and I know you have to go through some extra steps, which is why a lot of people don't GG, you know, to go to the effort of actually finding the guy's name, sending them a message. Um, but I just think it's, you know, a bit of respect. I, I do get toxic messages. Um, you know, you get people that are saying, in every mode now, play golden goal. Why aren't you playing golden goal? Yeah, or just quit and stuff like that. Mm. And it's just like whatever. And you get yeah, you get the odd rant from people. Uh, what did I get a few weeks ago? Someone saying something like um, "all cash, no class" or something like that, which I found particularly amusing, given that I run a first owners club uh, and <laughs> haven't spent a single penny. <laughs> um, so it's a double sword. I like to keep the messages on because. You do get into the odd, fun, nice conversation with somebody um, about the game. And even sometimes when a, a message chain starts toxic, um, mm. it can then turn into something quite nice because, you know, cooler heads prevail. Yeah. And, you know, one or the other will end up apologizing. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree that more needs to be done on the consequence front. Some of the stuff posted and done is just despicable yeah, is we see it in our discord don't we with the guys sometimes put their messages up there and it is, it's pretty sickening some of the yeah. stuff that people are sending yeah to clarify not people in our discord sending no <laughs> not the stuff they receive and i would say to people as well as look it's it's you got to understand is it's you don't know who's written it don't know what kind of day they've had yeah. i'm sure they don't really mean it and that's no excuse for them but because it's written down doesn't mean it's important that's all I'd say to people. Just take it as a bit of fluff. And if you do have to report people, please report them because actually that's what they deserve. Yeah, very much agreed. Um, some guy called Foot Coaching. Don't know if you've ever heard of him. No, I think he, he once might... got Ronaldo did in a one year. I think yeah, the last time I heard of him. Maybe in Neymar as well this year. <laughs> um, anyway, never heard of him. But I'll read his question out anyway. Uh, question for the pod. If starting a new account for Team of the Season, what would be your advice? Do you start with some FIFA points? Do you grind SBCs? Or do something else to get up to speed? How do you set a target for a new account? 
Chris, I haven't ever, I've just had one account. I mm-hmm. have never gone down the whole new account route. Have you ever sort of, you know, reset and, and start at a particular point of the year? I've never done it. And it's a, it's a great question because I've never really thought about what the best way to, to go is. The first thing I would say is don't buy FIFA points. You know, uh, Wimby and I are very much uh, not anti-FIFA points, but would advise people not to do it. It's not going to get you... Uh, any great fun. If you're starting again, you're probably fairly decent at the game or you're, there might be a reason for you doing it, but I think grinding the game's probably the most fun you're going to get. Uh, and there's there's a lot out there. Even the, is it the Classic Cup, I think, is yeah. a, a gold team. So you could actually start there. Uh, I know there's no long to go, but you know you get a few wins, you get a few packs, you get a bit of luck. Yeah, you could soon get caught up. It will be difficult at this stage in the game to start again, but grinding, I think, is always give you that be- that good feeling. Yeah, I would. I'd first. I'd just definitely say go and do all the the basic and foundation SBCs. Do everything you can to get every possible pack you can, mm-hmm. um, without having to, you know. And then, like you say, play games. You know, you get rewards for doing, you know, everything. You know, even if it's you know play. I know people hate playing squad battles, but you can play squad battles at this stage if there is Nikon swaps open. Go and get at least you know grind against the computer. And get yourself enough to open like an 82 by 25 or an 81 by 25. And chances are you'll pack something mm-hmm. from that. And if not, you'll have players to put into more SBCs to grind through that. And again, just play as much as you can. Play as much rivals. Try and go through the playoffs. Even if your team is going to get beat and you only win one or two games, you know, you'll get packs for that. So I'd very much just say do that. I don't know if I'd go down the route of unlocking milestone players. I think I just think the effort for those is is too yeah. much for the rewards you get back. Um, but yeah, just take advantage of every SBC opportunity you get and every option to do that. Um, and be clever with your coins. You know, always look to you know every card you get, look to sell. And again, try and just you know put some money into things like team of the week cards. If you do have a bit of money left over, look for quick flips as well um but generally from the previous examples i've seen uh neuro who's one of uh, our loyal members of the discord and also big hats off to him as well because he uh did us a big favor in the discord this week with helping us out with uh with a sponsorship thing so thank you for for going for yeah, the extra mile definitely. hero there but i remember he created a, a new account around team of the season and by the end of it you know his team was every bit as good as everybody else's so you know, especially as we get towards the summer, the amount of like 88 plus upgrades and player picks and stuff we get, you know, is is massive. So if you are going to create one, I would say create, try and create a team now because you want to try and be in a position where you've got a team strong enough to qualify for weekend league to get those red picks from team of the season. So the earlier you start with the new RTG, I think the better position you're going to be in. But there's lots of different ways to go down. And again, I, I very much agree with you, Chris. I don't think you need FIFA points. And no. I mean, you can yet. you can get a 91 rated Neymar at the moment on the Xbox for under 70,000 coins, mm. 80,000 on the PlayStation. Again, you know, in a week or two, that's going to be down again. And I'm sure that card probably is serviceable in the game at the moment. Um, for, for that, for there, and I think Ronaldo's not that much more expensive, or it might even be cheaper. And yeah. um, those guys are close to fodder. So you know. Maybe the snobbiness wouldn't think about using a gold card at this stage of the game, but those cards are fair, still fairly decent. The likes of Gold Kimpembe are, and Gold Ferland Mendy are still effective mm-hmm. and useful yeah. in in competitive play. And especially if you're starting from scratch down in the lower divisions, you know, and to beat the AI, they are still good enough to do that. 
Again, take advantage of your loan players as well. Sign up for things like the EA newsletter that gets you that, what, three or five game loan of, I think, Cruyff, Pelé or was it Pushkas? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and just do everything like that you can. You know, make sure you're tuning in to the FGS things that EA put out, give you free tokens for more packs. Um, and then, yeah, you can do a bit of bronze pack method as well. Very effective this year. Um, and will certainly, you know, help grind your players to then unlock some of the big, you know, player SBCs that you might want to do. And you can just build from there. So uh, that would be my advice. Uh, popping back into the chat as well. Um, just about a few comments on the discussion we just had about toxicity and messages. Uh, Despite Banana says, always report the most toxic, hateful ones. It could be a kid on the other side next time. Yeah, agreed. People shouldn't be able to get away with sending abuse to adults. And, you know, there's no place for it. And, you know, people... I'm not saying, you know, hand out lifetime bans for someone that's had a bad day and snapped. But mm. if you are sending racist, you know, homophobic ages to any sort of discriminatory abuse, um, you've got a bigger problem than FIFA for a start. And yeah, you you do need a ban. But if it's just a, a rant, like, you know, calling someone a, you know, you're a, you're a, I'm trying to think of the polite word without swearing on this podcast. <laughs> if you're, if you're a bad, if someone's, <laughs> Sends you a naughty way of saying you're a bad player and they're just having a bit of a, you know, of course you're a rat or something like that. Then, yeah, just just report them and hopefully they just get a, a slap on the wrist and it gives them a wake-up call. Um, because, again, you don't want someone, you know, a, a 12-year-old being called like a, you know, disgusting rat player. It might really affect, their, you know, their confidence yes. in, the, in the way they hand it. And, you know, so we can brush it off. But as DSB says, it's, it's definitely not nice for someone else to be on the receiving end of that. Um and Flint says, I think it's distress from people building up, and I'm sorry, but no matter the age or gender, if you're messaging someone abuse, it should be a 24-hour ban. And if it continues, three-day, etc. People who are hateful need dealing with. Not everyone has the mental strength to deal with it. And, yeah, again, pretty much on the lines of what DSB says, I think. And what you said earlier, Chris, I think there just needs to be a deterrent, even for the people that just temporarily snap. You know, getting a day ban will just make you calm down. Sounds a great idea, that, actually. You know, a day, you know three days a week, you know, a month, whatever, you know, if you, you now know there's a sliding scale and uh, I think it would be good if you were actually just to maybe put that on their Twitter or Instagram or whatever and say, by the way, this week we've actually banned X amount of players. I think people yeah. would uh, appreciate that. A sim bin, effectively, yeah, isn't it? Definitely, 100%, you know, yellow cards, red cards, and then you're, you're on some sort of ban. Yep, and to round out the questions uh, from our good friend Nathan Downs, uh, what do you think the reason for lack of variety in promos in terms of the players? It feels and looks like the hype has faded early this year. Has the lack of variety caused this? Chris? Uh, I think I think the hype's died down since uh, the last promo. I think the fact that, you know, say Foot Fantasy was based on leagues and then it had a you know an international break didn't help the promo, for sure. Uh, I just wonder as well, I thought about this as well, is would we be as happy, you know, with this as players on... This uh, at the bottom of the uh, of the promo where I don't think MD's really bored about are they? Uh, for that point of view, we like the meta players because they know they're going to be they're going to be great in game. Just look at the price of uh, Dembele or uh, Saint Maximum or Rashford. You know, it's, it, I think it's the community want this as much as EA want to put it in for us. Yeah, I I have sympathy for EA because they go and release a load of different players and everyone's like, oh, non-meta, dead promo, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then they go and release all the meta players everyone likes. It's, ah, oh, same old players, recycled. Um, I think there can be a bit more variety. Yep. And I think, again, the way that players are boosted needs to be changed. It shouldn't just be in foot birthday that players get skill moving week for upgrades. Mm-hmm. You, you know, just 
be a bit more liberal with those throughout the year and, you know, turn players that aren't usable into being usable. Um, you know, like the when we had that rule breakers, Harry Kane at the start of last year, that was a, you know, turned out to be a really good card. Um, it was hyper rare all year because it was a very rare Harry Rain, Harry Kane card mm-hmm. that people could use. You know, bring out a Maguire with ninety pace, or you know, do you know the things like the shapeshifter promos and stuff like that mm-hmm. that we've had. Just make more players meta, and then you don't necessarily have to recycle to get people yeah. hyped. But when people do see a, a hyped up Dembele or a Saint Maximum, they go and open packs because they mm-hmm. want that card because they know how good it is. So you can see why EA go back to the well. Um, and what do you think about Nathan's sort of question in terms of the, the hype? Do you think that's the reason or, you know, has the hype died down in your opinion? Um, well, first, I think if you had a uh, Harry Maguire with 90 pace, that definitely is foot fantasy, isn't it? The way he plays. <laughs> and I'm saying that because Nathan is a man you fan. Sorry, Nathan. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think, as I say, I think we're just at that stage of the game now where we've had the hype of Team of the Year and Foot Birthday and, you know, some of the promos but the top, the tokens have been absolutely brilliant. That's kept us all, you know, engaged. The tokens, as much as some people would complain about what modes are in, it has kept us very much engaged with the promo. Um, I think we're just at that quiet point at the moment and uh, once talk starts, we'll start to see things really ramp up. And I think at that point, we may see the one or two players who've had a really good season who don't normally get, you know, uh, extra cards, but there will be the Mbappes of this world, Salah, and the top players, to be fair, are performing. I'm not sure Neymar's had such a great season, but we will see them starting to start to appear again, and the hype will really, really build. Yeah, I think people also need to to bear in mind the, the, the global situation that we find ourselves in now at this stage of FIFA 22 compared to FIFA 21 and FIFA 20. In the COVID restrictions worldwide are easing, and, you know, touch every bit of wood I can find. But hopefully we are over the worst of the pandemic. And you know, FIFA 20 in particular provided a massive... And I came to the game of FIFA 20. And I know a lot of other people did. Uh, it was locked down. There wasn't a lot of other options. And it gave you a good focus and, you know, and an outlet for when you couldn't be out kicking a ball around with your mates or going out and socialising and having dinner, you know, drinks and, and things like that. And now we're at a stage where the world's opening up again. And people have played, a lot of people have played, you know, two solid years of foot. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been through the cycle twice. And now it's a case of, okay, well, you know, oh, it's another promo of this. And you know what, I'm just going to go, going to go out tonight. Or, you know what, I'm going to boot up Elden Ring or something else like that. And I think it's just impossible for this game to reach the hype levels it made in the last two years. Because unless there is something fundamentally that changes, you know, it's a bit like Football Manager, isn't it? I mean, Football Manager will go through certain peaks uh, and will always be have a baseline of popularity because it's mm-hmm. a game that a certain section of people love. I, I'm one of them. I love it. But even I got to a point with Football Manager where I was like, Do you know what? I've been here and done it and I'm just going to go away for a while. And I, don't, I haven't played this version of the game. I didn't play much of the last one. But I know at some point I'll go back to it. And I think we're reaching that point in foot where I think some people have played it solidly for the last couple of years and are now just at the point where, yeah, do you know what? You know, I've kind of been through this. I'm, I'm just going to move on to something else. No, I agree with you. And maybe it's something as well for our listeners and the guys on the Discord as well as to think is, what would you like to see in FIFA 23? And maybe it's a show we have after Tots as the, as the game starts to, to, to wind down at that point. Is Actually, what would you change? I mean, is there much you can change? The game itself, football doesn't change for year to year. It's probably much the same game. 
you know, goal sizes don't change. Players will go a little bit faster, but you know the the game itself is still played by a ball. You know, still try to score a goal. So it's it maybe difficult for EA to keep that hype going. You know, other games can change. They can change bosses, etc. But uh, maybe for our listeners out there, what would you like to see in FIFA 23? What do you think would make a massive difference? Yeah, I'd be very keen to hear your thoughts on that. And again, thank you to everyone who has submitted questions. Uh, just before we go, Chris, and wrap up the show, how's your sort of week in FIFA been? Are you still sort of enjoying the game, trying anything new, any big new additions to the squad? I've been grinding. I mean, I had, a, as I say, I had a holiday, and it's amazing of what that difference made to me to have, you know, a, you know, almost two weeks off the game. When I came back, I felt like it was a new game, uh, and I seemed to have lost some of the bad habits as well. So what I would say to people is if you're picking up some bad habits, maybe have a little break from it. Uh, you won't miss out that much anyway. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to I was one of the lucky people who had um, Ericsson in his club. I had five of them at the time when his goal changed <laughs> to this magical foot fantasy player. So I'm looking forward to, to Brentford doing well and uh, I'm hoping to pack something decent uh, that I think this promo will start to come alive when the games start to come around. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm enjoy. I switched to a uh, new formation. Been enjoying that. I've been, you know, watching the the fantastic masterclasses that the foot coaching guys have done, and looking forward to putting some of those tips and stuff into practice when I get a little bit more time to spend on the game. I um, had an unexpected Sunday session where I said, following on from our conversation of the week, Chris, where we you know, talked about bad FIFA habits. Yeah, I. Um, I had sort of one day over the weekend that I could play and I thought, I'm not going to play Master League. Do you know what? I'll just play a bit of, <coughs> excuse me. I'll just play a bit of Rivals. I ended up mm-hmm. getting on a ridiculous win streak that saw me um, promoted from Division 2 to Elite. Oh, well done, mate. Which is great. And, you know, I very, feel very fortunate. But, you know, I've now, you know, that was a few days ago. I've now gone back in. I tried to play a couple of games in Elite earlier and was getting smacked around horribly. <laughs> so I think I may have gone up too quick, too fast. Um but you know, it's I'm still enjoying it. Um, I added Player of the Month and Bappe, who I think is fantastic. Um, and you know, just sort of seeing you know, how the team goes. I'm I'm what I'm still a fucker. I'm still a pure first owner club at the moment. I haven't even made a marquee signing all oh, year. Well done, mate. You're doing better than me anyway. That's for sure. <laughs> well, I think I'm, I think I'm I'm wavering on this. I've got a few investments in the pipeline. If they come off, I think I'm going to treat myself to a Vieira. No, definitely. I think as well as, you know, from, from our point of view and our, our wonderful Discord, I'm really looking forward to the uh, tournament that we're going to have, the Community Cup that we've got going. That's going to be an absolutely blast. I hope everybody's excited in the Discord. And if people are thinking of joining, um, I think it starts the back end, the beginning of April, but I think you've still got time to join the Discord. Am I right in saying that, Wimby? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think the 3rd of April or, is, or the 4th of April is when it's going to kick off. Again, competitions across both consoles, both Xbox and PlayStation. There'll be prizes up for grabs as well. Very much in a in a friendly spirit. You know, we've we've got some rules in place as well to to make it a sort of a balanced playing field, similar to the qualifier. So you know, you won't be coming up against anybody with loads of 98, 90, 99 rated icons. Um, so the team should be hopefully be fairly balanced. I'm really looking forward to it. Looking forward to having some banter as well. And I'm sure we'll be flying around. Uh, our partners at the home of esports as well have set up a great platform mm-hmm. to make hosting it really easy. Um, and yeah, can't wait to that. And again, as you said, Chris, if you join the, the Patreon at any of our tiers, which start from a buck a week, you know, for all the benefits you get, including that free masterclass, you know, that's worth, you know, our bottom tier is, is less than you'd pay for one single masterclass. And you get that masterclass for free plus 50% off for the rest. 
not to mention discounts on coaching, merch, and all sorts of goodies. So never a better and you help us out. So mm-hmm. it's a win-win. You get stuff, we get stuff. Everybody's happy. So yeah, patreon.com forward slash foot in review for that. And again, thank you to everyone who has submitted questions. Again, John, I hope you feel better soon. We're going to be back on Friday. Not really sure what the promo is going to be this week, Chris. Um, been a bit quiet on the whole rumour front ahead yeah. of Friday. I had a wee look at the leakers or, or friends and on Twitter. And I, would it be a bad thing for there to be no promo? It would kind of fit with the pattern that EA mm. like to go through. When they've got a big promo on the horizon, like a foot birthday or a team of the season, they tend to go quiet. Yeah. To get you know people ready to get hyped again, rather than burn them out. So they like uh, let's get ready to shake us down all over again. Um, but we 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 will see what comes. But where Chris, where can people find you on social media? You'll find me on Twitter as Foot and Review Teddy Bear and on our wonderful Discord under Grandpapa Mac. Yep, and I am at Wimby on Twitter. A much happier man now that Reading have picked up a few good results. And uh, yeah, again in the Discord as Wimby. Big thank you again to everyone who's watched us live at twitch.tv forward slash foot coaching uh, to DSB and Flint in particular and to everybody listening in live to the Discord. Thank you very much. And if you're just listening to us uh, in the car or on the train or wherever, thank you for joining us as well. Very much appreciated. One last thing to do, Chris. We got to drop it. We are going to drop it. Drop it. F-U-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-